I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Feeling I can't. Mm-hmm. Got me mystified. How we doing, everyone? Ah, Mister, got me mystified. Ah, what is that? Oh, pretty baby. Mm. You know, you know. Do I? Yeah, I'm Fleetwood Mac. I, do you know, I've not really listened to much Fleetwood Mac. <clears throat> I, I would say it was something that I was used to when I was a kid because my dad had all their albums. Like, oh, they're huge. They're still huge. And then the older you get, the more you appreciate how good they are. Really? And, and, and it's pop. And you know, I don't like pop music. And I was having to go at fucking Taylor Swift. Yeah. Although you, although you listen to Harry Styles all the time. Harry Styles is good music, man. It's good. I think, uh, let's be honest, we fancy him. Look, I, I, I have no issue with telling you that I might fancy a man, but Harry Styles isn't the one for me. Really? Is he not? Yeah, if you were to fancy a man, what kind of man would you man. go for? A real See, man. I, I'd be, it'd be Harry all day long for me. Because well, he's delicate. Because he's because he's sort of he's close. <laughs> he's sort of delicate. <laughs> yeah, he's delicate, isn't he? He's like um, I think by uh, his own admission, he would say that he's. Uh, do you know? It, it's hard to describe because I was saying what he isn't an alpha male, but he is pretty alpha because he's just like it does what he wants. He's like fuck you. Yeah. I'm gonna wear this pearl necklace. I've, yeah, I think he's incredible. Like, I've had strong conversations with family who's been constantly suspicious of me over the years. Um, <laughs> because I think, I think there are certain people that have a magnetism that you can go, okay, do I, do I, you know, at my base level, I'm, I'm not a gay man. So I'm not bothered about the sex. Let's, let's go past that. But if you need it and I still get to be around you, do you know what I mean? You do it, yeah, yeah. You do it. I, I completely understand it. Look, I mean, there's nothing, not that there's anything wrong with being homosexual. Obviously, right? We're obviously. way past that. I, I We're wish. way. They seem to have so much more fun. Honestly, I've spent I've been a lot of time around a lot of gay men, and they all seem to have a happier outlook on life. They seem to have I better don't. nights out, and they seem to have better friends. I agree. I absolutely agree. And if that means I'm me having to make love to Ryan Gosling once a fortnight. So be it. Yeah. What about um, football podcast on its way? Don't worry about that. But we're back, aren't we, Flav? We're bloody back. Um, how do do any men? Are there any men that you think that if you met them in real life, you'd just be a bit giddy? See, I think uh, that's the kind of road. That's how I feel about Harry, who, about Bex, um, put Chuck Goslin in there as well. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't think. I can't think of anybody I've actually been starstruck by. Glenn Hoddle, I was a bit weirdly, but this is because my my dad had forced Glenn Hoddle the idea of Glenn Hoddle on me. Forced you know, the idea. <laughs> my dad had forced the idea of Glenn Hoddle. That sounds like it's completely great. wrong, but it's actually so right. It's, he's been the greatest footballer that he's ever seen over and over again. And then I meet, and then I'm, I was ambushed by him. Oh, really? So I was, yeah, I didn't you know weren't I was, ready for it. That's I wasn't ready. Suddenly he was there. Suddenly he was there. And not just was he there, I was having to spend the next two hours of my life with him. And I didn't know that this was happening. Oh, was this the podcast that time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were, a we're, dinner, wasn't it? We went for lunch. Well, we weren't even invited to the dinner. We just sort of press gang up. And when I say dinner, it was a single table with eight people. It was not like a big dinner in a big room. It was in a restaurant in Paris. And I was on this table. I've told this story before. I was on this table with Lee Dixon, Ian Wright. Takes your breath away, doesn't it? Toddle. And, um, and the geezer, the presenter. What's his name? The little guy. Saying that about you one day, Jim. Little girl, yeah, girl. That's, I mean, that's that's the dream for me. And who's the other one? Present a little one. That's what I want. What was his name? <laughs> no, he, he he does the World Cup stuff via TV. Pugach. Yeah, yeah, him. Is he little? Yeah, he's tiny. He's tiny. Is yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. He's a manlet. <laughs> someone did. I met someone at the airport um, on the way back from Qatar, and with. So I, so I met him in the, uh, what's it, the like waiting area before you go on the plane. What's it called? Your gate. And um, yeah. and so we had a little chat. It was fine. It was lovely. And I sort of, you, you then, do we all do this where where you're going on the plane and so you want to get as much internet action as possible until you have to put it on flight mode or, yeah. you know, even if you're not going to put it on flight mode until that, that internet access <laughs> is not there anymore. Yeah. Wait, hang on a second. When you get the internet access, just like... Just, just, Tweet just WhatsApp messages one more time. I yeah, better, yeah. Just, better just check them again before I play mode. And yes, you put yourself in a bit of a spin because you kind of go, you, you'll send out some WhatsApp messages and then you don't get, you know, you have they replied? Have they not replied? And then what you're, cause what you're really, what you're really investing in is when you land and it's, <laughs> oh, notifications. Yeah, well, you, you didn't, didn't you, when you had England, the England versus France, was you not, um, well, I was able to pay for the Wi Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did it work yeah it did yeah i mean slowly but yeah i was sort of tweeting like during the game which was which was good um what were we talking about but yeah so as i was literally then walking on the bit that connects to the plane that guy tweeted saying just met james alcott nice bloke it's a bit short than i thought and i thought yes oh don't know well no i thought yes i've made it because i think that's that's what I've always, that was always been the dream is, is to go, have you met James? I mean, I, no, no, I get it. He's I get fucking it. tiny. That's what, that's what we want. <laughs> you don't, I, don't, I don't think it's necessary to add the tiny bit. Just I, I met I, him. That's part it, of me was me. like cheeky shit, but, um, but we move on. We move on. Um, I, I, I met a slug in the wild. Oh my word. We've got a slug, in, slugs in the wild today. We've also Have got, we? yeah, we've got yeah. Samisms. We're going to do our mid-season Premier League predictions, completely copying Spencer, who did it yesterday, and I saw it and I thought, that's an easy one. Um, we're going to talk about Christmas Day guilty pleasures. I'm going to reveal one that I think once I reveal my Christmas guilty pleasure, you guys will go, ah, of course. Um, I've asked you to have one. one of well. Have you got one? Have you got good, good, Yeah. Um, and of course... So exciting, so so exciting. Actually, we've got. A, I once met for Roy Keane, and we got. A, and I've went back to the old pods or before the World Cup, 
because we had a bit that was starting and I think it had legs. So I've kind of gone back to it. There are a couple um, of only men know. So we, do you remember we were focusing on the different nods that men do to each other or the yeah. walk on the beach where if they take a little wider step, they're, they're just letting those balls f- run free. Mm. Um, speaking of balls, Hang on a minute. Just, just, hang on. Sorry, just let me just get find the right tab. Um, New Year's is coming. 4.0. Oh, no, sorry. I'm just reading the title. But this podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Manscaped. As you guys know, I'm a huge, huge fan of reading out the copy. And I actually don't read the copy until I get the opportunity to do it live on air because it's great, bloody fun. Okay? So let's begin. Um Hey, fellas, this episode of Insert Show Name at James and Flav for Now podcast is brought to you by our favorite producers of ball trimmers. Manscaped. Manscaped. Okay. Manscaped TM exclamation mark. The global leaders in below the waist grooming are leaving 2022. Can you believe it's the end of 2022? It's crazy, isn't it? With a clear mind, Flav, but also with clean what? Balls. Correct. Testicles. Testicles. Yeah, whatever. Do you know, we had a, um, growing up, uh, we called a vagina a mini-moo. I wonder if anyone's got a funny name for a a penis or or testicles. Let us know in the chat, guys. I always like Johnson. (laughs) Johnson. Johnson. He's got a huge (laughs) Johnson. Johnson. (laughs) What's that from? Austin Powers. Anyway, Manscaped, they're keen to help. They want to help you have clean balls and a clean mind. And they're going to help you do that with the special offer. Use the code ALLCOT20 for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Take the leap into the new year and join the 7 million men who already trust Manscaped. Lovely. Really, really good. Um, Yes, good stuff. We've got some talking points here. Let's talk about them. Um, and okay. Of course, you guys need to know about the important bits of it, which are the crop preserver. Huge fan of that. It's a ball deodorant, anti-chafing, crucial, because I, I got a bit of chafing in Qatar because of all the walking, Flav. Um, Size of your balls. Yeah, it's that chance. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the crop reviver ball toner. <laughs> didn't, I didn't stand a chance. You, you would have stood a chance if you'd used the. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I'd, well, if I'd t- taken it with me, so I stupidly didn't. Um, but of course, uh, 2023 is on its way, and the last thing you want is to be the guy with pubes getting in your way. Tell me about it, uh, of making it your best year. Yeah. The Manscaped Lawn Mower 4.0 is the leader of the performance package 4.0 or as I call it, the perfect package for my package. Brilliant. Mas- uh, Manscaped engineered the ultimate gr- ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredibly comfortable grooming experience. This new year, shave the loose pines off your wood. <laughs> Lovely. The thing is... With the, the best thing is, for the is- job. Sorry. The thing is, is, is that you know, you you coming into January, everyone's gonna start going to the gym. Like after the win, I've got to say, I've let myself go. I've just, I couldn't give a shit. I've stopped exercising. I've it's been drinking slow, loads. Isn't it? It's tough. Yeah, but I, I think I don't care because it's like you know, the wedding's done. I, the, that was a big event, and now um, 
now now's the time just to relax a little bit. But I'm getting to a point where I'm just thinking there's relaxing and then you're taking a piss now. So right. um, after in January, I'm going to do dry January. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in the gym. So if I'm ready, if I'm ready to, if I'm ready to sort of help my body get into shape and by stop drinking, I'm helping my mind get into shape. Why wouldn't I let my balls get into shape? By well, using and, if, the, and if you're having man, trouble dealing with the wild weeds in your nose and ear, Manscaped has you covered with their weed whacker. It will change. I am getting game. to an age where that is an issue. Mate, I am. me too. I've got to be honest. My eyebrows are growing round, which is, I mean, that's a different <laughs> thing now, but my nose hairs just, I, it's I've, got to the point where the problem is, well, problem I've got as well is because I've got, we've got a, 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 you know, a kid mm. often either I need to be with the child or he's sleeping. So I've, I've got to be, I've got to be quick with my weed whacking. And so it, it, literally last night I said to fam, we, we have a little cuddle. I said, I know my nose hair's getting out of control. I'll sort it. Just give her a warning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, links yeah. in the description. Um, thank you for Manscaped for supporting the podcast this year, 2022. As I said, uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code got 20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Okay. Happy New Year to your balls. Sorry. I thought that was important to say. It seems like it was. Okay. Um, World Cup's done. Christmas is here. Prem's back. Um, final mm. thoughts on on the World Cup. Do you like this, actually, by the way? Do you like my jumper? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I did mention that earlier. What It looks like pyjamas. And it looks yeah. like you've got a... a what is that? Is that a captain's armband? Well, so I, I forgot I had this, right? Um, but I was doing a, a different... Um, <laughs> a different brand deal integration video and um, which involves one of your favorite animals, let's say. And oh, yeah. uh, I, I, we've had a long-standing relationship with them as well. I wouldn't disrespect Manscaped by speaking about them, you know, specifically, but what oh, I realized sure. is that I did a joke. <laughs> I did a joke for that brand deal thing. Um, and then just as I was exporting it and sending it to the client, I realized I'd done the exact same joke a year ago. And so I went to find that joke because uh, it's all in the same folder of exports. And I was wearing I was wearing this jumper. Now, this was a Christmas jumper given to me by someone. And um, I, the same people about a couple of months ago, well, they were um, well, actually a couple of weeks ago, sorry, were pushing. Do you want another Christmas jumper? Do you want another Christmas jumper? And I was like, I don't need another Christmas jumper. And yeah, if I didn't, that's a good one. You know, sometimes you, when you need them for like a video or whatever, like, you know, bring a Christmas jumper or whatever, you'd wear, you go, I'll go, I've got one now because I quite like this one, right? So I thought, mm. do you know what? I'll chuck it on for the uh, Christmas pod with Flav. And as I grabbed it, I, I saw this on the back. <laughs> oh, oh. I, do you know, it's weirdly because I was looking at the star in the front and I was like, that, it's a shame that could have had two. It's coming home. It's not. It's not coming home. It's not coming home. Gareth is staying. <coughs> I think it was the right decision. The right decision. For him to stay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's only 18 months next decision. Well, I mean, we talked about this, but yeah, we. I think it's the right thing. I agree. But, you know, as I said previously, six... Overall... Overall, World Cup has been um, it was good. It was very enjoyable. Very enjoyable World Cup. I, I'm surprised that some people... It's not, it's not as... It's not as definitive as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was widely accepted. Like, you know, politics aside, as being one of the best World Cups has been. On the pitch, but, yeah. On the pitch, yeah. And, and um, But apparently not. Like, 
I've spoken to a few people saying, no, they just thought it was too many boring games. I thought there are a few. Obviously, you're always going to get that. But by and large, the quality of the football and the excitement has, has been through the roof, and it was a final to, to match, like an, an oh, incredible yeah. spectacle. That, that, that was the greatest extra time I think I've ever, ever watched, ever. It might be the greatest final of all time, World Cup final of all time. My my voice. I did I did a live stream and I thought, oh god, it's gone to extra time. And it was just the whole thing was chaos. My, my, I don't think my throat's recovered yet. So mm. I was just I was getting to a point. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And I, like, both both Argentina could have won it in the final minute or the final two minutes. They had a it proper go, didn't they? It was good. that was oh, good. Man. That was really good. It was an amazing tournament, especially if you like break down say the group stages. Costa Rica lost 7-0 and they were still like 20 minutes away from making it out of the group. I was well, the, at winners, the, um... the winners lost to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. South Korea, I went to the South Korea, uh, who were they playing? Who did South Korea beat to, to go through? And... It was when Son was crying on the floor. I can't remember. I want to say Croatia. No, can't be. Oh god! Mm. Oh, anyway, but when yeah, when when he did the this unbelievable little pass through the legs, oh my god, it was insane. Yeah, and then yeah, the the final was just. And uh, do you know what I keep thinking about? I kept thinking about how how Lionel Messi's feeling like the next morning. I know you get annoyed. What are you getting annoyed? What are you getting annoyed about? He's a I'm nice even more bloke. Annoyed. I'm even more annoyed about him now. Mate, he, he, he spent got... 20 years getting kicked, kicked and kicked and kicked and always just getting up and getting on with it. He's a bloody good bloke. He never says anything too like hefty. He's not an arsehole and, and he wins it. And I just think, you know, obviously it's down to a penalty shootout, right? But that next morning and the rest, honestly, the rest of his life would be defined in a completely different way. And he will have a satisfactory glow for the rest of his life, whereas he would have had a pit in his... Is that the phrase? Pit in his stomach. Samism's coming soon. Um, if if they hadn't won that penalty shootout, if Martinez what, hadn't what been that, such what, a shithouse. What could any of that possibly have to do with me and my happiness? It's called empathy, Flav. I think you no. can recognise em- certain people. You think he deserves empathy? You think he deserves empathy? He's he's a he's the Argentinian Hung Min Son. I don't care. I don't care. It's not him. It's nothing to do with him. It isn't anything to do with Lionel Messi as a person. I have no issue with Lionel Messi. Why would I? That would be odd. My issue is just the constant, constant stream of conversation about him. Now, frankly, Ronaldo's finally you know being exposed as the bit of an asshole he's always been. Mm. That's like, so I true, that isn't it? That's really come out, hasn't it? it yeah, is, the crown yeah. has slipped as soon as we realise he's immortal. It's an, it's a it's the say age old thing that we see time and time again. There are so you know what? that's a great question for the comments actually. Who is who's the next Ronaldo of the guy that we everyone will give a pass for his behaviour and way until he becomes mortal? Um, do you think I don't know I don't know but I, he, he, what he's sort of gotten away with through his behaviour and his petulance and the stuff outside the pitch it's, it's mad what being good at football will, will, will um, allow you to have Provide, but yeah. to Messi's credit he's never he's never you know, he's, he's never got in, in involved in that it isn't like I said it's not Messi like what he did like I'm, I'm, I'm being a dickhead I understand that I, 
it's it, the storyline. If you're really like into football and interested in these things, it was perfect that he won the World Cup. It's better for football that he won it than um, Mbappe did because Mbappe's got another 15 years to to go again, and he's already won it once already. So yeah, I get it. No, I understand the messy thing. It's just like I just want to find it a little bit sad. It's a little bit like. Sad. Like why he doesn't I play just, for your club? No, I get, he doesn't yeah, play for your club. There's nothing to do with your club. You follow. It's and about the person. Not, no, it's not it? nonsense. It's about tribalism. Is 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 the lifeblood of football? It's not nonsense, right? If 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 sure. if you're if you if you if you have nothing to do with Argentina and nothing to do with PSG or Barcelona, your interest in Lionel Messi, in my opinion, should be minimal. Concentrate on your own club. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I That's think, how I feel. I get no, and I get even. I, I appreciate, it and I, I like. I, we need points of difference. I what I would say is, I'm just like, I. You know, people like, oh, I don't like Argentina. Hand of God, blah blah blah. I get it, right? But even for me, like 1998, I, I didn't like Argentina. And I don't like sometimes the way that they behave. But that man specifically, that tiny little Lionel Messi man, he's just a good lad. And like, if anyone's going to complete it all, I'm, pl- I'm happy it's him. That's what it was. I was des- oh, it was all about him. It's all yeah. about him. Well, yeah, but he, he, then, you said, then he's like, oh, okay, well, he's done it now. Sort of, go on, retire. Retire, go on. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm coming back in four years. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. Has he said that? I don't think I think he's retiring. I think he's not. Oh, I, he's I thought he like, said this was his last World Cup. I just think really? I think the storyline was incredible, wasn't it? As well, that's that's the thing for me. And I think if it if someone's going to get it, then I'm 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 okay with it being him. Like if Ronaldo had won the World Cup, I'd be let deep yeah. down. I'd be pissed. Yeah, because he does. What did you think? It's ugly. It's, the way he behaves is ugly. Yeah, but the way the way Argentina play football in part is pretty ugly as well. He 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 doesn't partake. But some of their antics during the World Cup, especially Martinez, yeah, it, it doesn't fit. It doesn't sit. I get it. You win. You win. And sometimes you have to do that to win. And you, and you take every inch you can mm. to win. But um, I don't know. I, I suppose if it was England, I would, I would make excuses for it. But didn't. I think that's very, that's a very good, honest take from you. And I think I, I might do the same. I, I, I do think I'd openly say, oh, I wish he hadn't done that. If Pickford had done the same, like, all this stuff, like kick, like kicking the ball the away. Ball away. Just, do you know what? Um, my mate, yesterday, two days ago, mate, how good is this as a rule? Right, during a penalty shootout, as a rule, the goalkeeper cannot touch mm. the ball unless unle- unless he's saving it. Yeah, I think and, that's and, a and great the consequence rule. Will be, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you do touch the ball. You have to go to the side of the post and be fingered for two minutes straight by one of the referees. Yeah. That's while everyone watches. <laughs> seems fair, doesn't it? That seems fair. Yeah. And you look, just one hand on the post and he just he just <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Your, just one of the referees your choice if you want to pull your shorts down or not. You can go up the go up the side if you want. If you want. <laughs> your choice. But you it's, oh no, I forgot about it. You touched the ball, mate. <laughs> interfering with the ball. Now I'm going to interfere with yours. <laughs> yeah. Just standing behind him. Martinez's hand's just on the post. And he's behind him just... Catherine with a power move here. Right. So for those of <laughs> you who don't know, Catherine is our queen. And she is a huge Aston Villa fan. And thus, she the fact that she says here, it's funny how rattled he got everyone. 
you're saying that due to the tribalism of which Flav has spoken about, where he's like, well, he's one of our guys, so you're making... Yeah, you, if he didn't play for Aston Villa, you wouldn't, be, for, you wouldn't yeah, be even he, in, exactly. interested in talking about if it. If he played for Birmingham it, City, you would be going, what a scumbag. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph, Joseph punches back for Catherine, protects, protects her, although she doesn't need protecting by saying, cry more. Um, yeah. I think... Um, so yeah, I think that needs to be a rule. I, I think it'd be a good one. I don't think I don't I think by commentating on commenting, sorry, on the fact that he behaved in a way that doesn't quite align itself with sportsmanship isn't it's a discussion that might be worth having. The fact that if you have it, you're considered to be a bit like anti Argentine. Well see see that I, I mean know. this is well, the thing is, right. And I've been to I've been to Argentina and I've played football like, you know, pick up games of football, right? And there, it's ingrained in the culture. It's like I've, I've watched documentaries on it in terms of Maradona and the hand of God and things like that. It's about cunning. Cunning isn't a bad word. It's a good one, and it's like it's about sort of the the ability to sort of pickpocket or you know use that sort of tactical yeah. elements of it. It's something that's completely absolutely fine, but it's not a it's not a British thing. I would say generally. I don't know. I, I no, get no, 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 how right. I'm sounding oh, and I get that it's holier than thou, but I think the bottom line for me is it's it's how it feels. Everything's how it feels. And so winning things, not winning it in and winning it in that way doesn't feel nice. That's no, that's no, you're right. And and also also um Pochettino when he was Spurs, he would say, No, this is and these are managing the games. This is this is gaining an advantage, working the system. In in Argentina yeah. it's not seen as a negative thing. He, he, yeah, I remember him saying about. He's asking about simulation. He goes, "It's, it's not simulation. It's winning a foul." Right. Um, I mean, I disagree with him completely. But when he was our manager, he was like, "Yeah, yeah fuck it. Well, let's just engineer the game." Um, the other thing is, is when, despite how you might think about Martinez in that penalty shootout, there was one keeper that was ruling that, and there was one that wasn't. Yeah. And Lloris was a wallflower, pretty much. Whereas Martinez looked like he was in his element mm. or a class act, and, depending on how you want to spin it. But yeah, I know what you mean. And now he does like he Martina. That is could, normally it's potluck, isn't it? You go two goalies off you go, but it did feel like Martina was sort of owning it all. And do you know what the the genius of him throwing the ball is? Is that obviously like all these penalty takers, like Lewis Enrique was talking about how you have to, you know, everyone in my squad needs to have taken a thousand penalties in practice before we get it, or whatever it was hundred. <coughs> Sorry, I've still got a cough. Um, and I remember thinking, that's nonsense because you just cannot recreate the oh. moment, right? Same with Harry Kane. How many penalties has he taken? And in that moment, the pressure, and on other occasions, the pressure hasn't got to him, but on that occasion, it did. And actually, what I remembered as well is that he missed the one against Denmark last year. It came straight back to him, didn't he? And he put it in. So he did actually miss that one as well. Anyway. Yeah. But what Martinez does, which is really clever, is that you go... Okay, how did you have this penalty going in your mind, Chiuameni? He goes, well, I'll get given the ball and then I'll put the ball down. Da, da, da. Martinez goes, no, no, this is a different. This is different. Um, this is not the way that you had it in your head. I've got the ball and now you've got to go and get the ball over there. Something as tiny as that is genius. In terms Disrupt of him. Disrupting his mind, for sure, for sure. It, so, was, it would be the same. I, I completely get that in, in a very small way. When I used to play cricket, right, and you get into a zone, where you'd be asked, you're just connected with every ball. And then you have a moment's lapse in conversation, uh, concentration, it was over. 
Mm. Imagine that added like a million percent of the pressure of the, the World Cup. It's, it's, yeah, it's what Cameron just said there. It's just the disrupting muscle memory. Everything that was practiced was disrupted by Martinez doing it. And yeah. do you know what? If it was Pickford and he did it and we won the World Cup because he did that, then so what? I think we would, I would find excuses for sure. I understand. I understand. 100% I would. I understand. Yeah, because you know what's funny there when you're talking about cricket? So I, I used to, I got put up a team, right? I got put up a team be, and, and I was a wicketkeeper for the third. I got, I got put in the seconds because um, I was a good sort of situational batsman. But more importantly, the captain loved putting me at, um, what's it called? Um, silly, um, what's it called? Silly short leg. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Short leg. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because we had this really good um, spinner and he liked, he knew I was lippy. And he liked he liked to put me there. What a bit of I, legend! And I just talked. I just talked to the batsman. Just talk and talk and talk and wind him up. And in that culture, it's fine. Like there'd be if there was one ball, even if he was like all over all over it, looking strong. If there was one ball that he left, I go, oh, bounced weird, didn't it? That one bounced weird. And you just plant <laughs> anything you could do. You could plant in their heads. You breathe in or out. Paul Nixon did this one. It was brilliant. Do you breathe in or out when you when you hit the ball? Just leave it there. <laughs> like all that stuff. So, so you're right. I get it, but uh, yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't feel right. It was this fairy tale thing that I was doing, but great World Cup on the it's pitch. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's crazy that Martinez, like Arsenal, had him and he played ten games, to eleven games for Arsenal, and he was great for them. And then Villa came in and bought him. And you're like, wow, they've got a good player there, and it's, it ends up a World Cup winner. I'd like to know, um, Arsenal fans, would you rather forget the money that he spent or lost or whatever it might be? Would you rather have Ramsdale? Or would you rather have Martinez? There isn't a right single now. one of them that won't say Ramsdale. Not not at this current stage. They will all say it merely because. Um, I do, I think they do the age thing, wouldn't they? They say the age thing. You so okay? World club because you know Infantino, who I wonder how he's feeling. Um, Infantino, he he's saying there's going to be this world club, world cup or whatever it's called, right? That same question: Would you take? Emmy for that tournament, or would you take Ramsdale? You'd have to take Emmy, wouldn't you? Arsenal fans, come on, be honest. Speaking of Arsenal, yeah, they are currently sitting, and they do sit. They don't. Or do they stand at the top of the league, or do they sit at the top of the league? Who gives a shit? Well, the well, the one thing we do know is that they're there. There they are, fourteen games in, game in hand on Spurs. Didn't notice that. How? So, Joe, actually, have you looked at the league table, Flav? Because I can, did everyone since just forget when? since like, obviously since the, um, no, obviously well, that, I'm not, I've not even thought about the Premier League since then. So you've got two here, like Arsenal, and Man City. I think I knew that. I knew that. What I didn't, what I didn't remember. Mm. Newcastle a third. Completely yeah. forgot about that. Completely. Lost one game all season, ain't he? Uh, yeah. Unbelievable stuff. Um, so I Can thought we'd do a bit, bit of quick fire, um, predictions what i would like in the chat guys and again if you want to join us live for the podcast every week then uh there's a link in the description become a patron i've actually got five of these jaffin balls and i need to figure out a way to give them away so mm. we'll give them away to to uh wet slugs or moist slugs um what uh, when you look at that table flav can you see it yep lovely um what do you what are your gut calls but yeah patrons let us know where where do you think your team will finish and what are your sort of gut calls in terms of teams doing better or doing worse? Do you think, for example, the gut in me, 
the gut in me, not the head, but the gut in me, does feel like Arsenal are going to go on a bad run. I'm just, I know they're my sweet, sweet gunners, but I, just, I can't not be honest and look at that after, you know, the great run that they had, but the World Cup happening and Gabriel Jesus being out and not feel like cracks will start to appear. Well, you, I mean, if you look at it, Arsenal's minutes contribution, weirdly, I've got it here, I think. Uh, no, I don't. Um, it's about half as much as Man City's. Um, Martinelli right. didn't really play, played True. a few games. And Garbage, Saliba yeah. didn't play. Him. Saka played a lot, didn't he? Ben White didn't play. So, ben White didn't play. Does anyone know what the Ben White thing was about? Why he left England? I I heard, I mean, there was rumours of all, all kinds of rumours, but... Um, I don't want to comment on that just in case it was something serious. Uh, yeah, so look, I mean, you would say that actually Arsenal come away from this World Cup. Apart from Jesus, who, having spoke to the judges at length at this, because he won't sharp about him, um, that will be a massive loss. But I feel like they'll probably have enough to deal. I, I think they're in a better position than they were before the World Cup, really. And, and the impact of the World Cup isn't going to be seen till April. Sorry, why, where... are they in a, why are they in a better position? I just think the vast majority of their players didn't play really contribute. Like Saka right. did, it's four games, um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, Martinelli barely played, so he practically had a holiday with training. Uh, Saliba is the same, so I would say that they would be less affected now. And if they add in January, then then probably probably be alright. Still going to be part of the title challenge for sure. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Fuck them. I was wondering um, where you were going there because I, I was thinking, where's he going here with this? And I was like, oh, are you doing the reverse psychology setup of going, well? No, I've already had this once with the Bet Victor thing. I, they, they said, we know what you're doing. I was like, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing right. reverse psychology. I'm saying they, mm. they, they should be going into this full of expectation. They um, should be going into this full of expectation. Okay. And yeah, I mean, look, you can't. That, if they fall, fall beneath that expectation, well, they're going to bottle it if they don't. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. To win the league, it's a complete capitulation bottle job. Like this, this would be a sort of bottling on on a scale that I've not seen before. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a bloody good point. Um, you know what I mean? Well, five points just, clear, but... game in hand on third and fourth. Yeah, Man City. Uh, uh, who Man City got? Let's have a look at the fixtures uh, for Boxing Day. I've no idea. QPR, I've got actually. QPR, curiously, in sixth. By the way, Neil Crowley steps into the breach. What's been happening now in the queue out of Loftus Road then? I've well, well, lots, lots to catch up. We've uh, we swapped managers. Beal's gone. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I found? Honestly, on an, on, a, on an emotional, chemical reaction, um, I was in a pub and Rangers came up on the screen. And literally, as I looked up, they did, you know, when they do the lineups and they'll show the manager first go, on Sky Sports, yeah. the manager. And it was Mick Beal with, Mitzfield's face just staring at me. You know, it's His grubby little face. <laughs> you chocolate. You fucking bastard. You fucking you fucking bastard. You fucking bastard. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. He's, he's done it again. Done it again. He's done it again. Mark. But you said, you said, Mark, you said, I'm not leaving. How can I have. I told my players. I said that we're, we're here. We're, I, 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 talk, I talked to their parents, said they're going to stay here at QPR. I can't abandon them. Their parents. How young is our <laughs> squad? Yeah, I said to him, I can't. Be and then the first, I can't be the first one to jump ship. You absolute rat! You scumbag! You're the worst, worst thing about football. You're you're the worst, oh, yeah. worst thing about football. Don't let anyone take. Let, don't let anyone get in Mick. If you're around Mick Ball, Bill, and you're you know you're listening to this podcast, don't let anyone near him to say, "Well, Rangers." Big club, but bollocks! You can't three weeks ago say I'm staying at this football club. I can't be the first one to jump ship, and then be the first one to jump ship three weeks later without us calling you a wanker. What a scumbag! What what? It just shows you everything, James, about his character and who he is as a human being. You you you're well out. You're well out. I really hope there's a. I hope there's a, a QPR fan who's a member of staff at Rangers, and they have their Christmas do. And at the, the start of the night, at the start of the night, you go up to Mick Bill and go, Mick, welcome. It's great to have you back. Are you going to be staying for the whole evening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a, he's got a drink in his hand. Well, it's Christmas, isn't it? I'll be staying here for the, I'll stay here for the whole evening. Brilliant. So you'll be staying here for the whole evening. Well, yeah, I wouldn't leave. It's, a, you know, it's Rangers Chris do, and I'm the manager. Right. Mm. Okay. Yes, you are. And then I walk off for about half an hour at most. I come back going... Are you still staying? Are you still staying? And he goes, yeah, it's only been half an hour. I go, yeah, because you said that you were going to stay, didn't you? Yeah. Mm. And you know what? You know what he does, Jim? I don't want to steal your punchline. No, go on. But at ten o'clock, he calls a brass. Fucks off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a no. He goes. He looks at the venue. And he goes. This is a good venue for my ambitions for the evening. And then he gets twenty minutes down the road, and he goes, "Oh, there's a spearmint rhinos in Glasgow, isn't there?" That's oh, a much, I forgot about that. It's a bigger club. 
Yeah, I'd like to do that better <laughs> more than this. Even though I did say I'm going to stay, mm. that place does have tits. So yeah. I am going to go there. Yeah, what a, like, no, no scruples. And I get it in football. There's no, you know. No, I, 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 could, no, I was going to walk away from this kind of job, blah, blah, blah. You said yeah. that you would walk away from these jobs. Yes, you said it three weeks ago. Premier League, Wolves, arguably, in terms of their position in Great Britain, as a Premier League club, are probably bigger and can attract better players than Rangers. Yeah. Here's a question for um, you. Here's a question for you. If you've said, um, you know, integrity and loyalty is an important thing to me, and you've said that I've said to these group of players that, you know, I want you to be here and I can't be the first one to jump ship, how many days do you think that you should just crack on with your job before sort of looking at that again. Now I get that people evolve, I, but how many been, days would you want to, to, to pass? I think 300 and, at least 365. 37 days he lasted. Didn't That's not enough. That's not enough days. That's not enough days, Jim. Do you think he was like, um, oh no, I'm managing Rangers. No, I said I'll manage Rangers. I know, yeah, but we meant Queen's Park Rangers. Oh, Oh, so no, uh, I, yeah. thought, I thought you just meant Rangers. Oh, I was confused, um, but yeah, I found myself looking at the pub going, I really want Rangers to lose football matches, and did I, they that's, lose? Not, that's not the way they feel. And I know Scottish Taco is one of our main men in the uh, patron community, more slug, and I don't want to feel that way, but I do. I want I mean, to they, fail. I'm they, covered either they... way because I said he'll be an, an, an England manager, so if he does well, it's fine, but anyway. Well, they only just got over the line against uh, Aberdeen, didn't they? Well, do you know what I would say is... Um, it's we've got two lots... goals in 95 and 97 minutes to beat Aberdeen. <sighs> Hanging by a thread, isn't he? Um, <laughs> the is problem he is... Is he, will... good? is he good? Is he good? Is he good? Best win in the league. Because when, when he went to Wolves, when, when he turned down Wolves, I think your, your form fell off a cliff, didn't it? A bit? Uh, yeah. And then Critchley comes in. And what happens? Well, hundred percent record, maybe, which is maybe it was maybe it wasn't Bill. It's maybe it wasn't Bill. Yeah, maybe just maybe it's pitched all along. Where's it? Where's who, where, where'd you pick him up from? Who, who is he? <laughs> we uh, are our usual. Uh, he's, he was Villa's uh, assistant manager. The, uh, that's what we do. <laughs> we have a long line of Villa. What, hang on, so he replaced <laughs> John Terry. But I was thank God if we just skipped John Terry. That would have been horrible. Hang on, hang on. Did he, when when w- 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 he was. Gerard's number two or Emery's number two? He was, a, he was Blackpool something. manager and he left Blackpool to go to Aston Villa with Gerard, and then they both got sacked, obviously, so he's then available. Um, but yeah, good good appointment. And how did, he do, how did he do at Blackpool? He did really well at Blackpool, got promoted and then did well in his first season with them. So improved, so if possibly. If possibly. <laughs> if possibly. possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Forgotten now to speak. Anyway, uh, right, let's get back to this. So gut calls, gut calls. Uh, let us know in the chat. Give us your gut calls. As I say, okay. I feel like that we'll work our way through. Higher or lower? Let's play a little game of higher or lower. Arsenal, will they finish higher or lower? Lower. Can't get any eye, can you? Um, yeah. You don't think you don't think they'll they'll make it? Okay. Man City. I honestly, honestly, I can't call it. I think Arsenal will be there all to all way toward the end of the season. I'm not mucking about. I think they will definitely be there. Okay. And so they should, but I think it will be a um, quite a tight, tight race. Do you think you're, you're, looking, you're looking? You're looking at ninety plus points each, aren't you? That's what you generally you got to get to ninety, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, you're right. So it's a long, long way to go. You imagine Man City would just drive off into the awesome. sunset. 
Yeah, that is my doorbell. Uh, Newcastle United. Can they keep this going? Um, yes, but I, I think they'll drop out, but it, it, it won't be like a... a f- Oh, fuck it. I don't know. They've lost one game in 15. Do like, you know what, though? I, I honestly think form is completely redundant now. It means absolutely nothing. It's complete. You start again. You start again. I think, I think they'll, I think the expect, like you say, that expectation must, must start to mount them a little bit. I've got to be honest. But they, but in terms of January, how many teams are going to spend money in January? I think Newcastle are one of those that, I think they've got a couple of pennies there. Will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, I'm going to make a prediction now. I thought they were actually. I, I think they're going to finish in the top four. Top four. Wow. Yeah. I think the sort of sadness that is football will mean that. Well, not sadness, but like the top teams will just you know gently rise up to the top. I actually think Man United are going to go. I think Man United and Liverpool are going to go on really strong runs, both of them. Mm. Liverpool in particular, well, they like obviously had a few key men knocking about, but. Some crucial ones. I've got to be honest, right? And I know I got I got a lot of heat for this in the video I did. I watched Darwin Nunes live. I don't want to say is, it. But is this a fallout from you still being angry based on reactions of the last I'm video? Not, no, not angry. I'm kind of like, I was like, people were angry at me. He's I, all right. He's, I know, I know. I, He's all, I mean, but Liverpool... And I like my opinion's the same. I'm not, I can't see it yet. I, no, and that's fine to say. That's he, fine to say. And you remember like... Play, Honestly, his hold-up play, and again, I'm more than happy to be wrong if proved wrong. I think I've proven that over the years. But he was so bad. Speaking of antics, you saw him trying to stamp on the (laughs) penalty spot like that. Again, just like, why? You're doing it, but you want to look like a cunt. Why why are so many footballers happy just to look like like a bell end? I don't know. Like He's literally, they're covering the spot, and he's trying to find a way to do it. It's like, well, just fucking let them take the penalty. Why don't you win properly as opposed to cheating? <laughs> anyway. Um... Lloyd Harper says, don't do it, James. He's not that bad. You will be Darwizzled. What I will say, or Darwizzied, I could see, whilst um, Diaz is out, I could see I could see Liverpool going on a run. I'm really quite keen to put, bring him into my FPL team as well because I think he might score goals. The thi- I think the thing that I just need to get out of my head is that what's more important, output or technique because <laughs> i don't think he's got technique but i think he might provide output so let's see the, the, the thing I, I i find confusing well i'm not confused by it you know from liverpool as a fan base how they protect their own players and they they'll defend them it from criticism almost to a fault you know and they've, they've had a track record previously of defending players that they shouldn't have defended they did merely because they wear the liverpool shirt i don't think that's a controversial thing to say um and they will defend Darwin Nunes and talk him up because he they spent so much money on him and they need him to be good. He's probably better than most people are saying. And, you know, fans talking about him, not you specifically, but me and other fans of other clubs that want him to fail, um, well, coming from a position of that, you know, partisanship. So it's like that that's what they're, they're bucking against. Um, you haven't seen... For, I don't think any of us have seen enough in him yet to say that he's worth the money they've paid. They have gambled a little bit. But Liverpool fans are convinced. I did a show. I did a show. Um, like we, we was on this uh, Danish TV show. Um, we, we were previewing the Liverpool game at um, uh, Wild Lane. It's a two-all game. Uh, or did we lose 2-1? I can't remember. And the, uh, anyway, um, 
I'm a preview. And they say, oh, so Darwin Nunes has been, you know, he, he hasn't had a great start at Liverpool. And the bloke went, what, what are you talking about? He's, he's like, he's mustard. He's one of the best players that we've bought. Like, we, we're all behind him. We think he's a fantastic world-class striker. An amazing signing. Liverpool have, like, really you know, pulled, pulled down Ben. But he's, like, he was just saying, saying things that just weren't true. Mm. And I was looking at it, I was going, you're, this is on national TV. You're on, this is on, like, it's effectively Sky's platform in, 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 in um, Scandinavia. I think it's called Viaplay or something like that. And you're saying, you're just, pushing this sort of rhetoric that's that it. i think that's true. it and i think that's where i'm like the only reason i'm bringing him up is not because i'm not i'm not rattled in any way i'm just like the point is, is that i've seen him live twice and i and my opinion is is that i haven't seen i haven't seen any kind of quality hold up play yet yes he's got incredible pace yes he's actually finishing at times has been decent scored a great goal against rangers but i can't not give my opinion when it's my opinion and I, i've just not seen it yet and I think it's a very nice calm take to go. He needs time, needs to settle, all that stuff. And I think that's all probably true. And will he improve? Probably, yes. But I just like, the the games I have watched of him, he's been terrible. That's all I'm saying. I think that's fine to say I think that. that is fine. And I feel comfortable. Well, I, don't, I don't understand why people get so angry at, at, at someone else's opinion who doesn't even follow your football club. <laughs> I don't know. Someone said, um, <laughs> what did they say? Oh, I don't even care. Um, I think Fulham will continue to do well. There's a shout for you. I think Brentford, I'm slightly concerned about Brentford. I've got to be honest. Well, got, we've got them on, on Sunday, so hopefully. Have you? Imagine if Ivan so, Tony so hang on. Kane gets is, is, is Ivan Tony? he's suspended, it's right? fine because they've got to appeal, but apparently oh, there's, God. I've heard rumours of more um, betting allegations, which are, interestingly, a Brentford fan said to me, isn't illegal, of course, but it's unlawful. That's, it's that's against the, the rule, your the terms of your. Yeah. You, I mean, it, it, does it matter? Either way, he's going to get a ban, whether it's unlawful yeah. or illegal. He's, he's still going to go. He's football. not going to go to prison, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no one wants him to go to jail for this. He's just. <laughs> no. We're talking about <laughs> what a weird. Just, <laughs> what no, I just thought it's interesting because people go, oh, he's he's had a bet. It's not illegal. It's unlawful. Yeah, but in in the spirit of the game, it's pretty. It's about as illegal as a thing you can do. Is okay. you you have an influence over the games. Not, um, I'm not saying he's throwing things. It's just saying if you have an influence or an insider knowledge into things, then you, you can't. It's the integrity of the sport. Okay. Final final team that's going to go on a bit of a run. Give us a shout. I'm gonna, I'll go first. I think West Ham United are going to fix it all. They're currently 16th. Quite pr- a bit of pressure. They've got Arsenal first game. I think there's going to be a bit of a lot of chaotic um, games in these first ones. And normally the Christmas period is where the top teams dominate because... The other teams are starting to lose players. The squad's tired. Confidence is low, blah, blah, blah. But I think West Ham, I think they're going to come back strong. That's that's my pick. What I think, think Wolves. Wolves, yeah. I think um, the Wolves will finish comfortably outside the relegation zone. Okay. Cameron Fraser says Villa. Um, Villa, but they're 12. For what, what kind of run... Yeah, they've won in three and four. What, what, Unai Emery, three? though, isn't it? Unai Emery, he's a, he's good a manager. Messiah. Good he's manager. A uh, good manager. As long as he's managing Aston Villa, if he's managing a team right at the top, he's not really good enough. Who's That's going down? Thinking, isn't it? That's what people think. Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's, who's going, going down? Uh... I'm going to predict Southampton, Bournemouth, and. Let's say Everton. Bournemouth have done so well, but. 
they they're losing those games where they had the lead. I think it was th- twice or three times. That's like killed them a little bit because they're actually only three points off Forest now. Yeah, no, they have done. They have done well, and they were flying, weren't they? They were like nearly. They could have finished fifth if they beat Spurs. Um, I think it's three of. Oof. I think it's probably three I, or four. I mean, to see how Steve Cooper's done does because he's had a, he's had a bit of time to get himself sorted out. Uh, if I had to pick, I would go Southampton. I'm slightly concerned about Everton, but they should be all right. Southampton, Bournemouth, Forest. Mm, yeah. I don't want ever. I I, I, like, I don't want Ped and uh, specifically Barry Baz to feel the pain. But it would would be well funny if Everton went down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, be great for League of Seventy Two. Um, right, <laughs> I want to get because uh, we we haven't got a huge amount of time. Yeah. Um, so let me rattle through some good bits. Okay. Go on. Samism, sort of a Samism. Uh, someone described Ronaldo. This is uh, Eaton. Someone described Ronaldo's actions as arrogant and self-centered. I was cracking up at the thought of Ronaldo sniffing himself to boost his own ego. I do feel like people, arrogant people, do feel like they're smelling themselves a lot. Sort of like that, aren't they? So I thought that was interesting. Uh, what we got here? Self-confessed Samson from a few weeks ago. I was on the phone to my mum. I was telling her about my job and feeling more settled in. I'm a newly qualified teacher. Well done, you. And it obviously takes time to get used to it all. To describe that I'm more confident, I said that I was no longer green around the ears. Confusing wet behind the ears to describe a newbie and green around the gills for seasickness. Mocking laughter ensued from my own mother. That obviously hurt. Um... Flav, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to need to know if you want to call this one or not. I once met Josh Mc, McRogers. I've been going through old episodes of the pod and came across the I met once bit, which we did a while back, obviously, where you met certain people once. It reminded me of the time I met Roy Keane while I was at, at work at an unnamed shop. Name the shop, Josh. Um, for context, I live and work in Aldershot, a small military town, so to see Roy Keane there was quite the surprise. He came up to me to ask about Mr. Kipling Battenberg slices and how there wasn't any on the shelf. There's none, none. There's no Battenberg slices on the shelf. I said I would go I said I would go and look out the back for him. And at that point I walked off and went to look. To my surprise, he followed me out to the back <laughs> of the shop. I couldn't bring myself to tell him he wasn't allowed to be here as I didn't expect for this to happen. Together, Roy and myself found the Battenberg slices at the bottom of a stack of delivered goods. He then proceeded to watch me unload the whole pile to get to the slices. As he went as he went to walk off, he needed me to unlock the door for him. And so asked me in an irritated yet quiet voice, could you open the door for me, please? That's the end of it. That's fantastic. It's like fan fiction, isn't it? I, I like it. the... Um, so the the replies, Bazal said, but that's your job to your bring up the slices, of course. And then I I didn't know this is a thing, but I, this is a this is a new Jaffin line that I, I didn't we hadn't really sort of put the spotlight on because Stokesy went, we call in it. <laughs> that's one of yours, isn't it? You've always gone. Are we calling it? Are we calling it? Oh, how do you feel? Josh um, Josh replied, saying, no, it I, definitely I happened. He says. I I think he's he's he knows it's bullshit, obviously, <laughs> and that's what's funny about it. I, I don't. This isn't one of the ones you do call, unfortunately, Luke. I don't think because it's it's just we're we're it's clearly obviously a bit of. A, I think there's actually a meme something around this about Roy Keane stories. 
I'm not sure. But yeah, obviously he's made it up, but it's funny. Okay. But it's the ones where people say stuff to get featured on the show. Those are the ones that need calling. Right. Okay. Um, just uh, just to... men- mental fan fiction, I think it's fine. Okay. Just to ask, um, things you did as a kid. Um, this was a bit that before the World Cup, and I think I would really like to get this off the ground. So please have a think about things you did. This was Brendan Sandman, or Sandman, said a new bit. Things you did as a kid that you're embarrassed about now that you did. So things you did as a kid, we now understand you're a child, your brain wasn't developed, but you're now embarrassed about them. Let's have a bit of fun about those things, okay? So get them in the comments. Brandon, just to reiterate what he did, I used to swallow coins as a kid. There wasn't a need. <laughs> there wasn't a need for me to keep. When, since there wasn't a need for me to keep them, I just picked them up, plopped them in my mouth. I love it, Brandon. That's great. Weird. Things That's weird, weird, weird things you, you did you, as a kid. Do you remember? Do you remember the little square nine volt batteries? Uh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? The little square ones with two things. Yeah. Do you ever do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, does that make any sense to you? No, yeah, I, mean, I think people did do it. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I would licked it. <laughs> you know, oh mate, and you're like, oh, <laughs> you used to do that all the time. Lick the batteries. <laughs> that if that isn't on, James and Flaffer now out of context. I don't know. <laughs> Just a little. Um, Cameron Fraser, for example, I, like... I used to eat cement. Yeah, things like that. Um, slugs in the wild. Let's finish with slugs in the world because it was. It's a, well, I, I, did, I had one, didn't I? I was. I was okay, at, yeah. Tell um, me your one. Go on. Chippenham Station, sure. and um, I uh, we I was going to London for like a little Christmas drink, and then this guy came around and went, "Flav, I'm sure you hear this all the time, but I love your podcast." And I was like, "I don't know if it is. I'm pretty sure it would be Jaffin." Right. And um, the issue I had was I was really annoyed at the guard on the gate. Because we were running out of time. And she goes, no, you're not allowed through here. You can't buy your tickets on the train. You have to go and buy it from the machine, which is bollocks. Because I've bought tickets on the train many, many times. You just speak to the person. No, you aren't allowed. So I was annoyed at her. And I was turning around. And he came out of nowhere and went, oh, I love the pod. And so I had to, my, all my aura was off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was off. And so I hope I didn't come across as rude. That was why I wanted to bring it up. Yes, I, thought, I know you did. You lovely, lovely man. Uh, God bless you. Um, did I tell you about? Uh, did I tell you about on, on the plane with England? Oh, I did. I didn't I forget it. Um. Anyway, okay. Only men know. Again, another bit that we must do because people were saying this is the best bit we've ever had. Um. Yeah. What, so I, the examples were separating the balls from when you're walking. So if there's two, if there's footprints in the sand, and then there's one footprint to the right, and then back to the normal footprints, all men know what that's about. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. Uh, and we were so we, a couple of weeks ago we did a podcast I think it was a Ronaldo one go check it out where we did the different nods someone described the different nods beautifully so those are the kind of things I do like and and I I, I, I am concerned there's going to be a lot of urinal chat a lot of penis chat and these are the only ones that we've got I'm not concerned about that at all <laughs> good okay well but uh, you know if you do have other ones I mean, I'm keen to read those out and and you've got more of a chance of having them read out Penderfan. Uh, the nod breakdowns are better than any acting or psychology course you can get. Again, go back to that podcast. Um, and yes, women. I don't know if Pen 
I'll see, I'll see right now. So look, I read this, and in my head, this was a this was a the man, a man. It might be a woman, and so let's just say that it was a man, right? And quite quickly, I felt like this guy was desperate to let me know that he's an absolute shagger. Right? Oh yeah, I love Get, the sound of this cutlass bloke's jib already. Go on. Yeah. So Pendefen, Pendefen seven four zero five. He said, and yes. Women do communicate a lot with eyes. Off the top of my head, brackets, ready? Brackets, typing while exhausted. <laughs> I just love the start of this. It just, it, it, I just got a character like this, just suave guy who's generally in candlelit scenarios. He said, and yes, women do communicate a lot with eyes. Off the top of my head, and of course I'm typing while exhausted because I've been shagging all week. Uh, now and then he does. I like, just you know, these these are good, right? So, Nat, so Catherine, let us know if these are right or not. Narrowing, narrowing. Um, so this is communicating with eyes. Sorry, oh god, I've just lost it. Uh, uh, we're fine. Narrowing your eyes, a woman's eyes, while smiling is for someone you despise but have to be polite to. Is it like this? It's like that. <laughs> Flicking them to the side for a few seconds indicates an attractive man in that direction, similar to the male nod flick. Uh, what else we got? Um, and widening them can even mean genuine disbelief or feeling, or and feeling, or very faked sympathy, context dependent. So there you go. I do like the, the one in particular. Why narrowing eyes while smiling? Is definitely when a woman doesn't really like another woman. Mm. They're very they're, they're subtle creatures, aren't they? Um, but yeah, I just like the first line. And yes, women do communicate off the top of my head. I'm typing while exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, at user, things that only men do. This is only men do, not only men know. We're looking for only men know. But we'll, I'll let it go. Um, People will say, and we've done this as well, but it's always a good one. Say, yeah, that's good, mate, to the barber when he shows you the back of your head after a haircut, regardless of what the uh, cut looks like. It's because it's done. Like, what, what, yeah, what, so. what, 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 what different? Oh, what well, difference? yeah. Well, mine is, and I'm sure everyone's heard this before, but I'll, I'll always go because you just want that moment of cringe to end. So I'll just go, perfect, perfect. Um, but that is, that is true. Generally, we don't complain. And at Jack Lynch, things only men know. There are two techniques to nut scratch. The pinch and roll or the backwards rake. Backwards rake? <laughs> I know. I haven't heard of that before. What on I'll earth? The, the pinch and roll is the pinch and rolls, oh, it's a beauty, isn't it? It's, it's the most thing. effective way. Like, oh, scratching yeah. of that region is impossible. Really? Like, what a backwards rake? Can you, can you, Are we doing that? Yeah, that? Can you can you get me can you draw that please? What that looks like. Backwards rake. I'm and DM that. James. DM James with that drawing of what that would look like. Okay. Backwards rake. Oh, Catherine's not working, so we don't know if, if those eye signals are true. Backwards I think it's that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I've never done that. I don't know if that's a uh Apparently, Cameron says you're not a man if you don't know. Thomas Martin, son of Nigel Martin, says pinch and roll is the way to go. It's the only way. Amazing. Um, okay. Why slugs do in the world. Men... Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, go on, go on. Slugs in the world. No, yours sounds better. 
Go. But why? Why do? Why? Why is so comfortable and relaxing about being on the sofa and just having your hands down, your pants cupping your cock? I think it's just a warmth and safety that only a hand can provide. Yeah. So why don't women just leave us alone when we're doing it? <laughs> I think in your own place it's fine, but I think you know when we're out in public and it's just like blokes with jogging bottoms with their hands down. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And, yeah. No. 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 That is weird. Like, it's a thing. What you, like lads do, don't they? Like, like kids. They wear a jogging. They just have their hands down. Like, get your hand away from your cock. Teenagers love it. Um, yeah. On the sofa. Well, I'm sitting now. I'm sitting here now. I've got a pair of joggers. I'm just got. I'm holding my piece. Mm. Are hey, you holding your piece? Or do you, are you holding your? I'm holding the piece. You're holding your penis whilst we're doing the podcast. Great. <laughs> Great. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Quick question for me. Do you? Do you cup the balls or do you hold the piece? No, you guys. You, 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 you're doing this. You're cupping round. And so you you you're putting the cock between the two balls. The balls come out the side, and then you, and they just sit on these two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst we're drawing pictures, if someone can draw that, that'd be great. Um. Oh, so I was going to do Christmas Day guilty pleasures. Maybe you can write them down. We can we can critique them next uh, week. Mine off the top off. Uh, just we'll do mine and yours, and then we'll, uh, yeah. we'll do other people's. Um. Yeah. Mine is what I like to do is I like to massively overeat. And then we've got this like, we've got this like bean bag at my parents' house. And about, I like to, everyone else will want to sit down on the sofa, but I want to lie on top of the bean bag of course with my do. full stomach you... just for a little bit and drift off. Just like a, just like a blob. <laughs> just like a... Have you, have you... If I can. Have you seen how naturally you was just doing this? Oh yeah. Just plonk on there and just drift <laughs> off a little bit. Because I've had so much stuffing. That I'm just. Like, what are you, you? You fall. You fall asleep face down on a beanbag. Yeah. Oof. In front of the telly, people go. Oh, watch the telly. That's my guilty pleasure. What's yours? Um. Well, I I was doing all my kids Lego. Like I love Lego. I want to be bought Lego for Christmas. If I picked up a Christmas box on the, a present this mo- in the morning, mm. and I shook it and it sounded like Lego, I'd be so excited. Really. That's yeah, and I know that I'm an adult. I'm 41, and I'm, I'm I sh- you know I should. Should be past Lego, but I'm not. So, yeah, I keep dropping a hint that I want Lego. So, doing the kids' Lego, and you know, after you're full, you're so full from dinner, you roll off the sofa like that, drag yourself to the kitchen, and fill up another Yorkshire pud first, full of food. Delicious. I am. Um, yeah. There was uh, we had a little look at the. Uh, so I had the guilty pleasures, Christmas Day guilty pleasures. There was one driving to Fleet Services for a post Christmas meal. Nosh. Oh, oh can you imagine? Sick everywhere. Um, one, one that did make me laugh. I was just a bit confused by it. Maybe it's just one for the comments to see how we're feeling about it. Uh, morning drinking. Um, Got to be morning drinking. One day of the year, it's acceptable to crack a beer at 9am. Yeah, 100%. Um, we, we're like, the, fir- the first thing you do on Christmas morning is uh, Bucks Fizz. Standard. Do, yeah. do you not do that? No, no, we do. We do. We do. Get that. Um, Jay has a, a quick wank over the Queen's speech. Not sure if I'm going to do it this year. <laughs> um, the, and then two weird ones. I'll just leave it for the comments because uh, I've got to go downstairs. Matthew Borum, chicken nugget, frozen pea, and mayonnaise wrap for breakfast with Bucks Fizz. Frozen pea. If it's the Matthew Borum I know, he, I think he's in. He's in the, the states. He's he's like an expat. Uh, no. All oh, right. No, he won't be in the mind up. Okay, um, Tom Lear, um, cutting up pickled onions and squishing, pick, cutting up pickled onions and squishing sprouts, it, 
to put into a sandwich and also adding some fruity brown sauce. Bosh. Not a fan of that either. Can I leave uh, you with something? Yes, go on. Someone's DM'd me, uh, Ben Holcroft. Uh, it's a tweet from Fesshole. Which one of you <laughs> scumbags that yeah, sent getting, this into Fesshole? Keep getting tagged to this as well. My husband keeps asking me to role play as a slug in the bedroom. He keeps stressing to me that it has to be a slug, not a snail. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. She doesn't know. She'll never know. She'll never know. But we know. Right, we finish up with Slugs in the Wild. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you for supporting the podcast, especially our lovely Moisties, absolute heroes. Um, at Charlie York, he says, Hi, James. I have a Slugs in the Wild encounter. I'm currently at uni in a student accommodation, living with people I don't know. Me and one of my flatmates are watching the football. I hear him say he's got to go, hasn't he? My eyebrows raised in confusion, believing that I may be living with a slug. I dropped it for a few weeks, and then he says, how many games does he have to lose to be sacked? Then I asked, do you watch... Be. Got to be. Do you watch JLA? He said, yes. Do you watch the pod? Then I replied with a simple question. Are you a slug? His, <laughs> <laughs> His face lit up in happiness as we had both finally met a fellow dry... That's okay. Slug is fine. It's fine. Then we sat there for two hours in front of the rest of our flatmates saying all the in-jokes. Lovely. That is amazing. That's such a lovely thing to hear. I love more of that. That's, more of that. That's fantastic. Uh, right, stuff. guys. We only move forward. Uh, merry, 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 merry Christmas. Have a great um, Christmas, everyone. We love you all two bits. Um, yeah. And totally. lots more fun incoming. Uh, get involved with the bits. Remember, you make the podcast. You make the podcast with your amazing comments. So thank you very much. Um, Yeah. Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Merry Christmas, everyone. Love to you all. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 